Welcome back to another episode of the Fanatic Brackets. I am Nick, your host. With me, as always, is my co-host, Joel. Yep. Today in this episode, we are joined by one other, none other than an independent wrestling star known as the Spiteful Brute. Please welcome Harleen Lopez. Harleen, how are you doing? How's it going, guys? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> I'm super excited for this. Same here, same here. Uh, you chose the topic um, of the greatest debut, specifically within WWE, FAW. Um, is there a reason that you chose this topic? And you don't have to get into the participants, but the reason for the topic that... Right. Um, I just think that, like, debuts are pretty freaking awesome, especially okay. in pro wrestling, because that's, like, the start of everyone's dream. Regardless if you know about them previously or, like, this is, like, the first time you've seen them, this is, like, the beginning of whatever they're going to show for their career. And I just... It's the one thing that, like, ins inspires me in wrestling. It's, it's, like, that one pop and that one, like... I just love it. I just love debuts i love when they're really good and this is the reason why i picked this topic really <laughs> yeah really it really leaves a mark on their careers it's like they right. pop that they get you know the reaction from it and mm -hmm. there's a lot of debuts on here that we still talk about to this day so mm -hmm. great topic great topic so <laughs> the rules for those who are listening or watching that have not seen an episode of this show before the top the rules are as followed uh we're each going to give our opinion in this case on who the better debut is Whichever participant gets two or three votes uh, between the three of us, obviously, we'll move on to the next round all the way to the finals. Um, it's an opinion-based show. There is no right or wrong answers. You can look at each participant, each matchup, however way you want it to. So there is no right or wrong way to do so. Um, so let's just jump right into the bracket. Harleen, since you are our guest today, we're going to start oh, off man. with you for the first matchup. Yeah. It's tough. I know. <laughs> you made it hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to happen a lot throughout this show. You're going right. to realize that eventually. Uh, we're going to start mm -hmm. with Adam Cole's NXT debut at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 in 2017, going up mm -hmm. against FTR's AEW debut in 2020. Harleen, in your opinion, who had the better debut? Oh, my God. <laughs> <'Cause> here, <laughs> I was watching live for both of these, and each reaction, I feel like, was like, at least for me, it was freaking, like, humongous. Especially Adam Cole, when he came out, that fucking crowd just like lost their shit. Like the fucking building came off the damn roof. Um, I love FTR. I still think I still think that FTR is like probably like the best tag team ever. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna go with Adam Cole on this one, honestly, because it's just the fact that like I have more of experience to it. Like I watched the entire pay-per-view going into it, and my reaction was so genuine when it occurred that like it, it can't beat it. Better show, Joel. Who do you think had the better debut between these two? Were you there, Joel? I think you were there for NXT, right? Yeah, I was. That it happened. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that's. It might sound biased, but I have to go with Adam Cole just because of all the hype around it, and when it finally mm -hmm. happened, it was like such a big moment. FTR, mm -hmm. love FTR, was a huge moment. It just sucks happened during COVID, so it kind of like that kind of takes away from it. But Adam Cole's debut was just phenomenal. And I think that moment, I'm going to go with Adam Cole as well, clean sweep on this one, but I, I do agree with both of you. It's just that like Adam Cole's debut, you didn't expect him to come out because mm -hmm. that, because usually when they did, you know, they showed the new signees in the crowd, they didn't do anything besides sit there and stare into the camera. Yeah. Right. Um, you right. didn't expect them to come out like that during a show and attack somebody. So it was unexpected. That's the first thing. That mm -hmm. was the formation of the Undisputed Era too. So yeah, the yeah. the pop that got, and again, it just sucked that FTR's debut and AEW was in front of nobody. Mm -hmm. Um, well, besides the wrestlers, uh, but it just sucked that 
if maybe it would have been different if FTR did have a crowd during that one. Um, maybe that would have been a complete shocker. But yeah, it might and be ex- a different story. Exactly, exactly. So I think Adam Cole's slightly won by a slight bit. Um, but again, it would have been a different story if FTR had a crowd. And plus, his, his debut is probably one of the best in NXT's NXT history. Um, so I got to have to go with that one. Um, clean sweep for Adam Cole there. Now, second round also features Adam Cole. His debut in AEW <laughs> uh, from 2021 actually happened two years as of today as we're recording this episode. Um, versus Taz's WWF Royal Rumble debut in 2000. Mm-hmm. Joel, I'm going to flip it over to you this time. Put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot here. <laughs> Who has the better debut in your opinion between these two? Okay. Damn, this is a, this was we actually talked about this before we were recording. Yeah. I told yeah, you. Yeah, so hard This was this was <laughs> one of the toughest ones on this list. Um Love Taz. It was a big moment. Cole was also a big moment. But Cole Taz was kind of everybody knew about, right? Everybody like kind of like already was hinting at it. There were signs, so people already kind of knew. Adam Cole was just on NXT TV. Like, he was just on NXT TV the week before. So, yeah. no one expected him to come out. So, when he surprised everyone, and the way they did it with the lights cutting off, everybody thought it was Brian. Incredible. I got to give the edge to Cole. Okay. That's very good. Harleen, to you. Who oh, yeah. debut between both of these? <laughs> Each round is tougher. Right, I'm going to... I'm going to agree with the fact that, like, Adam Cole's debut uh, for AEW was, like, humongous as well. Because, like, like I would say, like, more so, like, on the internet, people always make their little predictions. And be like, oh, like, so-and-so just, like, you know, finish your contract off. Like, who knows where they're going to appear next and stuff like that. And that's cool and all. And I feel like that kind of diminishes his debut sometimes, surprises yeah. sometimes. So, in my head, I'm like, there, there's no way that he won't show up, you know? It, maybe not this gotcha. debut, but soon. Yeah. So, that's why I feel like it was intense. It was incredible. But like a part of me was like, I think I, I kind of knew, and, and like a little bit. And for Taz, I love Taz. So I wasn't there. Like obviously, like I wasn't like alive and like actually like registering anything yeah. <laughs> when he came out. I wasn't watching that shit live. But I love Taz. Like I am. Like I study his stuff, and I inspire to be I am. And like that debut, I feel like was so great to the sense that like he came out and he showed who he is. He showed like what he can bring. Sure, he like had his like ECW run, but like that moment was like this is who he is. This is the suplex machine. And yeah. sure, I'm a shit on WWF for not, like, you know, going off of that. Going off of that momentum and yep. shit like that. But, yeah. I'm gonna go a little old school, and, I, like, even though I wasn't there for it, I'm gonna go with Taz for it. <laughs> now y'all are putting me in the tiebreaker here. Jeez. Yeah, hot seat, um, baby, hot seat. I thought I wasn't gonna be in hot seat, but now I am. Um, well, I'm gonna choose Adam Cole's. Uh, the reason why I say Adam Cole is because recently biased for me. Uh, I wasn't around for Taz. I was technically around, but I wasn't watching wrestling then. So for Adam Cole specifically, he had two big debuts for two big companies. That's pretty sick. So to me, I'm going to have to give it to Adam Cole for that one because also to also have another participant in this this bracket to also debut the same night, that was like an unforgettable pay-per-view right there in a whole, as a whole. So for the slight edge, I'm gonna to have to go with Adam Cole here. It was tough, but Adam Cole's debut was sick. Not you yet. know, but we will talk. We we won't jump over the fact that WWF did drop the ball with Taz. Oh yeah, you talk about that all the time. Debut and beat the undefeated dude 
And then you did nothing with him. You put him in a tracksuit. That was crazy. Do you want? Do you want to go on your hot rant right now about that? Because I know nah, you have to have we, your own. We, we're not even gonna do that. We don't got time for that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get it. Uh, next round, next matchup. Sorry, we have Chris Jericho's WWF God, Raw God. debut going up against CM Punk's AEW 2021 Rampage debut. Let me start off with this one. I want to start off with this one because I put you both in the hot seat before. Um, I'm gonna go with with Chris Jericho's. Um, the reason why I say Chris Jericho, I, although CM Punk's debut was technically a return um, to wrestling, I feel like they hyped that up more than a debut, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, but um, it's still his debut in AEW. Yeah, but so like... it does count, Nick, okay? I know, <laughs> technically, yeah, but like, if you check social media the entire like week or month, it was like, oh, it's CM Punk returning to, the, yeah. to wrestling. It was that was the a, whole. It was more of a. I believe it when I see it. Yeah, exactly. So to me, although it was yes, it was a debut technically, but I didn't see it that way because, like I said, a lot of fans said, "Hey, okay. CM Punk's returning to wrestling." So I saw it more as a return than a debut. Um, and plus, Chris Jericho's debut on WWF with the whole countdown and knowing that it was going to be Jericho, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's whole iconic. In, in itself so couldn't skip past jericho on that one um harleen who do you got on this one chris jericho or cm punk oh god man <laughs> when i, I saw when, when you sent me this bracket and i saw this i couldn't sleep for like two days <laughs> <laughs> dude all right uh god damn it so i again this is another situation where it's like i wasn't alive when i watched chris jericho like like debut in the WWF. of course i wasn't alive for that but watching it back it was like I feel like one of the most historic moments in wrestling history, of course, because we talk about it to this very day. Like that yeah. is so iconic to the point where like he can go from like being a WCW guy that like be you know undeserving in these spots and shit, come to WWF and like go face to face with The Rock, the biggest freaking star that they have at that time, and can pull his old. You know, I love Chris Jericho. Maybe not nowadays. He makes me a little sad sometimes when I watch his matches. <laughs> I'll give him credit though. The Will Ospreay match was. But, like, besides from that, he still makes me a little sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I I love that debut. And for Steampunk, again, that's, like, a another situation where it's, like, I love Steampunk back in the day. I love, you know, everything that he stood for. Like, straight edge, anything comes to wrestling, like, like his mindset for it. Like, I love, I love that. That's why I was, like, a huge fan. I kind of have a little hatred for him now, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, uh, I guess you could say more so returned to pro wrestling because when yeah. he was in WWE, he was more so in the sports entertainment world at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then when he came to AEW, it was like a rebirth. And a, a lot of people, especially like the people, like are my friends who are pro wrestling fans, they say like that was like God came back to pro wrestling. Like the crowd, yeah. people were crying in the damn crowd for it and everything yeah, like that. Cool. And it was just like so historic, but... This one's question, really hard. This one's really question, hard. Question though, I know we weren't going to talk yes. about it, but do you guys? It's for both, question for both of you. Do you guys think that the whole firing of CM Punk now like degrades that? I guess or like doesn't really matter anymore. It's only been two years, you know. Do you think that mm-hmm. like doesn't mean anything anymore as much as it was? Like his return or yeah. What do you mean? Uh, do you, like devalues his return? Is that yeah. What yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Nah, because I don't know. Do a lot still. <laughs> it just that feels true, more yeah. so him as a person at that point, like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I won't go into it too much. You know, I you know I'm trying to keep yeah, the yeah. face off. <laughs> so you chose but, Chris Jericho for CM Punk, or 
Oh God, I don't know. I, know. I want Joel to say piss first. I don't know. I don't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, Joel, give, give your response yeah. first. I'll give you. Joel. Jericho. It's Jericho. <laughs> okay. Jericho has that's one of the greatest debuts ever to any company. With The Rock, the top star, that's who you were a cruiserweight guy. This is who you're debuting against? Yeah, Jericho. Come on. Yeah, that was iconic. And then you already picked it at this point. This is going with Jericho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He already won. I was going <laughs> to. Uh, but yeah, it was an iconic debut. I mean, I love CM Punk. That was a great return. Great moment. Yeah, it was a great, yeah, great moment. But it was Jericho's like. just. That was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Now, next matchup, we got Brian Danielson's AEW All Out debut mm-hmm. in 2021, going up against Kane's WWF 1997 Bad Blood in Your House debut. Um, Joel, you want to start this one off again? Who do you have? Who's the better debut, in your opinion? The easiest one on this list. It's Kane. Ooh, okay. That's got to be Kane. Are you kidding me? We've never <laughs> seen this man. They hyped it up for months. Yeah. Undertaker's brother was coming, and then we finally saw this guy. Brian, cool, plays popped, everything was awesome. Kane is Kane, though. This was the first time we saw Kane. That is true. Yeah. That is true. And also an iconic one. Harleen, who do you have? Who's the better debut between Kane and Brian Danielson? I agree because I, again, it's another situation where I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Watching it back. Watching oh, yeah, the storyline with Kane and the Insurgent, I personally believe that that's probably like one of the best. Uh, here we go, I'm using the word like kayfabe storylines. They could be like story wise, like fictional. Yeah. They did it to a T. Like, I feel like, regardless of what came afterwards, I feel like that is like one of the best storylines they ever done. Um, wasn't a lot of it though, so I don't have the same type of like surprise factor of like, uh, like you know, what I mean, like this is like, like a big moment. Brian, on the other hand, I watched that shit live, and that was yeah. incredible. And and I found it more enjoyable, more like I guess you could say like the dopamine came to my brain when Brian came back and like came to AEW because it was like this is where he belongs now because like he just came back from like a really bad injury where he thought he was going to retire for good. He came back, he was finally being able to wrestle people he you would never even think he would ever wrestle because he was stuck in the WWE bubble. So. Yeah. I kind of gotta go with Brian on this one. So I, Ooh. I, I, I found more of like a, I don't know what the right wording is, but I, I feel like that was more so higher than the case. More so, connect, yeah, yeah, like kind of. I was, I connected it more to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Brian mm-hmm. coming out, because that was that was. I remember when that happened. That was an amazing mm-hmm. moment when Brian. Yeah, because the thing yeah. is, like with Danielson's, it was like. Once Adam Cole came out before him, it was like, oh, okay, that's that's it. That's you a know, surprise. That's... Yeah, like yeah. you're not gonna do nothing right. else. That's it. Then once Danielson came out, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Kane's, I wasn't alive for then either, but it was like, <laughs> I know that led to a great story between Kane and Undertaker. For years of my childhood, I believe that they two were brothers. And a lot of people could say the same thing with that. Oh, most definitely. Yes, exactly. So they made the story believable. That whole, like you said, Joel, with hyping it up for months, that Kane was going to come out. Then eventually, when it was during that Hell in a Cell match, when Kane just walked right in and then just made himself known, and you, I was again, I wasn't there, but watching it back on YouTube and stuff, like, I felt like I yeah. felt the connection from that, yeah. knowing the story, yeah. then watching it back. So for that, I'm gonna have to go with Kane. 
because I feel like that meant more in wrestling. I wanted to. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to. But I feel like Kane's debut meant more in wrestling than Daniel Bryan's. Like, yeah, no one expected it to happen. If you look at okay, got you. Because, yeah, no one expected Danielson's to happen, but, like, yeah, you know, because that was, like, out of the bloom for some people. But Kane's, it was an iconic moment. It meant more to the to the business. Yeah. I so, like that you just brought that up because I was going to bring that up in the very next uh, bracket that we have. Okay. Because I wanted to know how you guys were going to look at that one. Okay. Okay, yeah. But I know, I know, you know what you where mean. You, you see exactly the names that are right there. Yeah. On the next yeah. one. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to have to go with Kane here because I just felt like it meant more to the company than... Danielson's with his AEW. I love the debut, but I feel like, like I said, it's just memorable and iconic. So now, next round AJ Styles' WWE 2016 debut at the Royal Rumble, going up against the Shields' debut at Survivor Series in 2012. Harleen, I'm going to start with you this time again. Question though, I need to know what you guys are thinking. Are you guys looking at this one specifically? Are you looking at the impact that it had or the debut and the moment itself? Hmm. Cause I'm looking at because like I, I, when you brought both. when you brought up Kane and you were like it did more for the business, I said, Okay, this is hmm. the question I have for this one. Okay. Because I, I think for ar- me for this ar- there's an argument for both of them, depending on right. how you look at it. Because for me, the person that I'm choosing is both like impact and who had the actual okay. greatest moment when it happened gotcha but yeah that's how i'm looking at it harleen yeah i'm looking at more impact as well but also emotionally i guess gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, okay. I, yeah i attached more answer. so no i just wanted to know how everybody was looking at it because that's yeah. the that's the fun about the brackets everybody looks at it differently and exactly because like, that's why some people look at it as what the long term was or what the moment was or did i fuck with it at the moment when it happened you know what i mean so mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask, especially with yeah. this one specifically. That's why I always mentioned in the beginning that there's no right or wrong answer. You can yeah, look at it exactly. wherever you want, where you want oh, it to be. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, Harlene, who had the greatest, better debut between the two? Oh, boy. <laughs> your favorite. Your favorite. My favorite. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's go with that. When AJ Styles came out for the Rumble, that I feel like was the start of like people from like other companies finally coming into WWE. Like, that's finally possible now. Like, that's what that showed for me. Even though they kind of botched it, especially with the camera work. Like, we had to look at damn Roman Reigns for, like, a good minute or two. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they came out. I was like, Who, who's coming out? Who's just, like... Because so <laughs> I didn't like that thing. <laughs> yeah. I guess they wanted Roman's reaction, but it was like... Right. Wait, right now. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. You're like, who's this guy? Oh, I've never seen that for the motherfucking just like, oh. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, but I was so, like, ecstatic when he came out as well. Because I was... Not necessarily a fan, but I was watching TNA at the time when he was around uh, uh, and like going through those, you know, uh, exhibition matches, all the other stuff and the shitty storylines that came before. But that was like a big one for me where it's like, oh, shit, now he's finally in a place I feel like that will allow him to be respected as more of a champion and more like a, you know, like the main guy. Give or take how you see it after the fact. But (laughs) Um, for the Shield, though, that I feel like was uh, like a real iconic moment. In wrestling where it's like we don't have like dominating tag teams going on at the time and they came in and they like we got screen like freaking fucked up everybody um yeah. what, what came for them after the fact it took a it took a little bit but 
it helped them out for like the most part, but I'm gonna go AJ Styles. I love the shield, but I'm gonna go AJ Styles on this. Okay. Joel, who do you have the who had the better debut between the two? She said it's it tough, up. right? The, it's the, tough. The shield, the shield was such a such a moment when it happened. But AJ Styles is AJ Styles. That was the indie guy. That was the guy that would never go to WWE. So to see him walk out the stage was just on another level. It was also kind of like a CM Punk thing where everyone was talking about it, but it was more like, yeah, but I'll believe him when I see it. So when he came out, it was just like, this is the real deal. And that's why I got to go with AJ. Same here. Like for me with the Shield, although it was pretty cool that they came out and just destroyed everybody in that match. The thing is, though, like not a lot of people knew who they were when they came out. Yeah. So that was, I don't want to say a problem, but it was like, you know, not a lot of people knew who they were and they, and they progressed over time with how they presented themselves. So when AJ came out, we only, we already knew who he was, you know, in, in this specific matchup, like people yeah. knew who he was already, you know, we've seen him all over wrestling before outside of WWE for years, someone that we'd never expected to show up. We heard the, the buzz around his name eventually making his appearance. But until we saw it, we didn't believe it, like the CM Punk thing. Yeah. But when it happened, it is, again, it's one of those, especially within the past 10 years, one of the greatest debuts in WWE history. Um, all time or within the past 10, 15 years. So I'm going to have to go with AJ Styles as well. He already won it anyways. But again, if, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Again, like if the sh- when the, the shield debuted, no one really knew who they were. It was like, okay, right. let's see what, what what they can do. But yeah, I'd have to go with AJ Styles. It's more memorable and more iconic. Now, mm-hmm. this one, next one, John Moxley's AEW debut at Double or Nothing 2019, <laughs> going up against Brock Lesnar's WWF Raw debut in 2002. Now, this is for me a tough one. Uh, who wants to start with this one off? Because I don't want to answer this one. <laughs> No one's gonna say it. I think our guest should go first. I think that's our true. guest. Okay, Harley, <laughs> he's putting yeah. on the spot. Harley, oh, God, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, jeez. So, Brock Lesnar is a beast of nature, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when he came out, like, I feel like that was probably like as like a big of a statement as like you know as you could as a big guy you know what i mean like he came in you didn't even know his name you knew he was going to come and fuck everybody up i don't know where a lot yeah. of people i'm sorry i can't do yeah, it you could, you can yeah. okay um and that was cool and all but like well i was like probably two years old when that happened i just like who the hell is this who why is this happening <laughs> um it didn't leave as much of an impact for me as moxley in comparison when Moxley came out, AEW was like uh, like coming off of the like you know the roots, and they're about to like showcase like who they are. And then all of a sudden, you get one of the biggest like freaking hottest freaking top free agents out there right now. Yeah, John freaking Moxley. And this was a guy who who was just on uh, Jericho's podcast not that long ago before this happened, talking about like oh uh, like when I was in WWE, I wasn't able to like be as creative as I wanted to be and like do the things that I want to do. Like I feel like I'm just getting beaten down and doing shitty storylines that he didn't want to be a part of you know and it was like yeah. it would make it look like a joke so when he came out and he had that explosion of a reaction i feel like yes now we're finally gonna get the moxie that we're waiting for like he's gonna finally have the matches that we want to see he's gonna finally be able to do the things we want to do and that's the reason why i love that debut over 
<laughs> yeah, I agree with you because I'm going to say John Moxley too because he's someone. Obviously, it was the first WWE star to go to AEW. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you had Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, but he was signed when AEW became a thing. Then once he got let go, he went to AEW, and I think that changed the landscape. But like, oh, now WWE people can go to AEW and not make it a big. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say that, but like, he set the he set the standard for that. I guess if that makes sense. He was the first one to do it. Exactly. No one, no one ever thought someone would jump from the big ship to his little new company. So exactly. When one of your big stars did it, that's a statement for the other company. Exactly. So that, that was, was a big impact us. towards that company in the wrestling business to where now people from WWE who get let go can say, hey, now we have another option to go to mm-hmm. if we get let go from our job. Um, yeah, there's Impact, New Japan, but there's also another big company that's, you know, mm-hmm. ran by Tony Khan and his family, you know, with their history and owning the Jaguars and stuff like that. So. I think that made a large impact in the wrestling business in terms of trying to transition from one company to another. So I got to John Moxley. Joel, who do you have? Y'all said it all. Mox. I love Brock. <laughs> Brock is my guy. But that debut, it, it was cool for what it was. It wasn't a moment with Mox showing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that meant a lot. That meant a lot. So now next matchup. We have the Undertaker's WWF mm-hmm. debut in 1990, going up against Finn Balor's NXT debut in 2014. Joel, do you want to start this one off? I got to put somebody on the spot here. We got to do something. <laughs> I can't keep. We're sweating enough over here. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Pressure off her shoulders. <laughs> I got. Uh, I got Taker. Okay. Taker, just because Taker. That's, that's my guy. Grew up watching Taker. That was my number one guy. I got to put Taker debut, man. But Ted DiBiase, come on. Yeah. Wasn't there for it. Wish I was, though, because that dude was wild back then. <laughs> yeah. That was when he was scary as shit. Yeah, that was. That was sure. Yeah, I got to give it to Taker. Harleen, who do you have? Who had the better debut, in your opinion? You're going to be surprised on this one, because even though I wasn't around to watch Undertaker come out and be as spooky as he is, I'm going to go with the Undertaker on this one, only because it's historic. Finn Balor, I love him. I love the fact that he came to WWE at the time that he did. I feel like there would have been a bigger reaction if he came as a demon. Yeah. For me, yeah. him as just Finn Balor with a leather jacket wasn't enough for me. You know, sure he's so yeah. cool. Sure, I'm, I was a, hu- a humongous fan from then on as well and before that. But it doesn't compare to the end here. That's just historic. Mm-hmm. That was part of. That was a moment. And even if the match wasn't, you know. A five-star rating from Dave Meltzer. It doesn't matter. He came nice. out, and that's who we saw coming from, like, the next, what, couple de- decades after the fact? Yeah. So, yeah. Taker. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Taker already won, so he's moving on to the next round anyways. But I'm just going to choose Finn Balor because Boo, I no, feel I'm like – No. <laughs> I say Finn Balor is because I think he changed, like, the landscape of NXT at that time. Because, yeah, you had Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, nobody there. But then you had Finn Balor who changed, like, oh, anybody can come now to NXT. You had the top guy of Japan who was the leader of the Bullet Club. Then after that, you Mm -hmm. had more people coming in, like Samoa Joe, Shinsuke, a whole bunch of people after him that came through. Say now this is a more global thing than just, you know, some people they're trying to build up from, like, nothing. Now anybody can come through, build their names there, make to the main roster. I think that changed the landscape for me for NXT. So I loved Undertaker's debut because if you watch that back, when he came out, all eyes were on him, you know, 
So, like, literally all eyes probably were just looking at him, like, who the hell is this guy who just walked to the ring with, like, a purple hat or whatever? <laughs> um, so it's weird, but, like, not weird in that way, but you know what I mean. But like, I think at Finn Balor's debut meant more. So real, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because, like, yeah. that time they were more driven on character. And that character mm-hmm. was scary. And we'll get that to a different bracket next month. But I don't know. I just got to go with Finn Balor with, you know, how he changed. I feel like he changed, in my opinion, the landscape of going to NXT at that time. That so I got to give it true. to him. That is very true because we might not have NXT UK if it wasn't for Balor signing and being that first international guy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fair so he invested that company. Good point. So next matchup, the last matchup in the first round, we got the Nexus debut on Raw in 2010. We're going against Claudio Castagnoli's AEW debut at Forbidden Door last year. Said that clean. Yeah, I do. And I, I always butcher his name, Claudio Castagnoli. Because <laughs> he, he pronounces his name at Castagnoli. Like you hear the the I, I don't know. It was practice. It was practice. <laughs> um I, I'll start off with this one, I guess. You guys started the rest of them off. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with the Nexus debut because Ooh. at that time with the whole NXT rookies and pros thing, the whole the whole concept was like, oh, there's only one winner. That's the like the breakout star, I think they called it. But then you wouldn't expect like anybody else to show up afterwards. So that night that they debuted and tacked literally everybody, including Justin Roberts, this is like they made a statement. That's a statement. You know what I mean? In in comparison to the Shield debut, I'm not saying it's better than that one. I'm saying like people knew who they were already in this case. It was a faction that made their statement saying, Hey, we're the young guys here want to, you know, make our names known, and then they did. It's one of the most talked about debuts within the past, like, 15 years. Yeah, their their follow-up follow up afterwards wasn't the best. Like, you know, they could have done better with the Nexus, but it's a whole other story. Um, but their debut itself that happened on Raw, I, that's that's one of my favorites of all time. So I go with the Nexus with this one. Joel, who do you got? Sending it over to you. I agree with you. I agree. It's the Nexus. Um, but I do think they, they're they over the Shields debut. Like, if they were in a bracket together, it would be Nexus. Only because of who they were attacking and what it meant. They yeah. went after the top door. Like, Shield, yeah, they attacked right back. But it was, he was like, he was going after the belt at that time. You know what I mean? But for the Nexus to come out and do what they did and leave John Cena in the middle of the ring. That said a lot, and that was very impressive. That's why I gotta go with the Nexus. Very true, Harleen. Who do you have? Uh, so I'm gonna pick the Nexus, but let me give my flowers to Claudio real quick for this moment. <laughs> Claudio, yeah. I probably like besides from Brian, the, my favorite modern day wrestler of all time. Like, I love him. Like, I study him. I wish I could be trained by him. Like, th- he is the man that I want to embody, but as a woman's wrestler. Uh, I just want to put that out there. Uh, the day de- the debut itself at AEW, I feel like the internet kind of because like he was like gone from WWE at this point, and people were just waiting and waiting and waiting when he will show up because they knew he was going to show up. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that kind of just like diminished it a little bit for me because I I was just waiting for it to happen at this point. Like, it's not really like a surprise anymore, you know. And it was cool when he finally came. I was like, think it was more like a finally, like finally, but not as shocking as I would have wanted it 
to me. Um, yeah. The Nexus, on the other hand, I watched that shit live. And that was during a time where WWE was in that PG era that, like, you know, I'll say it's dog shit. It was absolutely yeah. dog shit. And when they came out and they attacked John Cena and they threw oh. around the ring and they broke everything and they freaking, for Christ's sake, Brian got fired. He was choking on Justin Roberts, for Christ's yeah. sake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All that stuff. You've never seen that before, in that, at least in that era. In that era that was occurring, that was so out there and so surreal and so, like, unexpected that it made it so cool. And, well, you know, it's another opinion of whatever happened after the fact. You know, I'll, I can, you know, talk my heart out about it and, like, so I'm blue in the face how pissed off I would be after the fact. But yeah, that moment itself showcased who they are and what could have been. And so that's why I picked the Nexus. <laughs> yeah, and to no, bounce but- off the Claudio part, it's like, I don't know. He wasn't the original person to be in that match. You know what I mean? It was supposed to be Danielson, but he got injured. So shout out to him for filling that spot, too, because that's a big spot to fill at a Forbidden Door pay-per-view, the first yeah. one. And you have like to jump right had, in. I feel like once they announced it, though, everybody was like, it's got to be Claudio, right? Like, it's got to be yeah. Claudio. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Now we're heading to the second round. Cole, the first Cole, round in the second round. Ra- the first matchup in the second round, we got both Adam Cole's debut NXT in 2017 and AEW's debut in 2021. Um, who wants to start this one off? Who wants to start this one off? Because this is a tough one for me. I gotta think about this clearly. Uh, I don't know. Joel, I'm gonna choose Joel. Joel, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> damn. I'm gonna. It's tough, right? Yo, it's so tough. tough. <laughs> so tough. Because I want to be biased and pick NXT. But then the AEW one was so, like, surprising because he was just on TV. It was like, there's no shot. Yeah. He's coming out now. They'll probably wait till. I remember I told you, I was like, he'll probably come out like a Grand Slam. Um, Damn. I'm going to go with Adam Cole NXT. I'm going to go okay. with the NXT one. I think it was more, it was bigger, it was a bigger moment. The 21 one is cool, but it's also with Brian. So he kind of gets overshadowed. Like, if you think about it, a lot of people just talk about Brian coming out. Like, Cole was cool, but Brian was the one everybody was waiting for. Yeah. But at 17, when he came out and attacked, I think it was McIntyre that was champ at the time, that was, that was like him putting his stamp on, like, attacking the big dog. This is where it's at. You know what I mean? Like, I'm new guy. I'm here to take over. And it was the star of the Undisputed Era. Yeah, no pun intended with the takeover, because it was a takeover. <laughs> it was a takeover, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and just after that, it was the Adam Cole years. I always that say, during that NXT phase, cool with DIY, Gargano was in That was the Adam Cole era. That was That era was different. So I gotta give him that. I gotta give him the NXT debut. That is true. That is true. Harleen, who do you have? The AEW in 2021 or the NXT? I'm gonna go with the NXT ones. Only because it was a bigger moment. I it was more he he came out and he attacked. You know what I mean? The other one yeah. he kind of just walked out and like you know, Joel said he got overshadowed. Everyone was waiting for you know Brian to come out. Uh and also he also came out of the crowd, if I you know, yeah. like he I I feel like su- like the surprise uh, returns are more better when they come out of the crowd because I feel like that like that's a personal attack like they're coming out they're gonna come beat your ass exactly so, yeah yeah 
That is true. NXT uh, all the way. <laughs> I mean, th- that one already won, but I'm going to have to go with AEW, the AEW debut, because for me, that one, I was out of my seat the entire time, even before Danielson came out. So, yeah, that is true. and we went, I think you and I, Joel, went live immediately after. Yeah. And I was like speechless when that happened. And we, and we were hype about it, but I was also tight because I'm going to give him his flowers on here. Shout out my man, Christian. Man invented all out and it got overshadowed by Brian and Cole. Yo, Christian put on a fucking match against Omega. Shout out Christian, man. Yeah. Just got to show him his love, man. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, like, again, the AW one just really, really was the better reaction towards it with the crowd as well. Yeah. Because again, Joel, he, like you said, he was on, he was on TV literally like the week before. Yeah. So no one was expecting him to come out that soon. So it was like completely like, wow, this actually happened and happened right at the end of All Out. So yeah. that meant more. I feel like, yeah, I agree with both of you with the NXT one where like he ran through NXT after that. And that meant a lot. That really pushed his career. But, you know, without, you know, I think the, the All Out one was like, it was, it, it was special. It was special, yeah. in my opinion. I, I can't really put it to words, but I felt like that was more special between the two. So I have to go with the All Out, but the NXT one already moves on to the next round. Um, now, this next matchup. This next matchup is a tough one. God damn. Chris Jericho's WWF uh, debut on Raw in 1999 versus Kane's Bad Blood debut in 97. Um, who, who wants to get this one off? <laughs> who wants to get this one off? Because oh, I don't... Nick, off, man. Okay, fine. Put me in the hot seat right now. All right, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Kane. I'm just gonna go with Kane. I love Jericho's debut, but I feel like again, someone who wasn't really I was born for the Chris Jericho one, but I was like not even one years old, so wouldn't remember that one anyways. But watching both of them back and to see which one meant more, I think Kane's gave me a bigger react like not a reaction i think it gave me goosebumps a little bit just knowing the history of it yeah um because you know with chris jericho's the whole countdown thing you knew it was him so when mm-hmm. kane came out and paul bear bought him out like oh shit this is kane and then it gave everyone like a reaction kind of like undertaker's debut mm-hmm. like who the hell is this guy all eyes were on him it took the attention off of the match so i feel like kane's was more important and more iconic between the two who wants to go next? Who wants to? Joel. Fine, Harleen, Harleen, let's go, Harleen. Nah, 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 I'll go. We'll put Harleen in the hot seat because I'm going to go with Jericho. Ooh. On Why Jericho? That was the start of the run of the GOAT. You know what I mean? That a company actually took him seriously. Um, And they showed it from day one, putting him against The Rock. And then he fucking killed that promo. It was such a legendary moment. Come on. If you, anybody ever mentions a countdown in wrestling, people talk about Jericho. Yeah, but when you iconic. associate fire, you think of Kane, right? That is true. It's the same thing. He also tried to light a couple people on fire, so I don't know if that's like the best. Yeah. The best. yeah. Like, oh, let's, let's take <laughs> Let's take yeah. I remember he tried to burn Jim Ross when I was younger. I was like, yo, take it easy. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. that night. I was terrified. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's when he was handcuffed, right? And he walked on yeah, the ramp. That's when he was wilding out after he took off his mask. <laughs> yeah. Harleen, oh, tiebreaker. Oh, You're in the hot seat right now. Oh, Who had the better debut between Jericho in '99 and Kane in '97? 
I'm gonna go with Jericho. Oof. It's a personal. It's a personal opinion because I. It has nothing to do with like if I was around for it or not or whatever. I yeah. was invested in the Jericho one because that's the one I. I feel like watching it back, I remember the most. Like I, I'm I'm a geek, so I I read all Jericho's books and I read like the story leading up to it and the fact that he just was going to the damn freaking post office and he saw on the damn clock yeah. for the Y2K. Um, yeah. Like I feel like the whole just lead up to it, it was more inspirational for me on a personal level. And and I watch it back, so like, I get emotional about it. And, like the first thing, why are you crying over a debut? I don't care. It's Chris Jericho. So that's why I pick it. Kane. Yeah, it's so cool. I love Kane. I love his older theme, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Because you're looking at it from a wrestling standpoint, because you're you're looking at it as like, what can I, you know what I mean, as an actual mm-hmm. wrestler standpoint. So that's pretty cool. Um, now next matchup we have is AJ Styles' 2016 Rumble debut going up against John Moxley's Double or Nothing debut in 2019. Joel, do you want to start this one off too? I guess so, right? I guess so. Yeah. Um. Style 16, Moxley 19. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Mox. Surprisingly. I was going to say AJ. But I think Mox was more surprising for me. Uh, There was like rumblings, but there's always rumblings on the fucking... I hate the internet so much. Because um, <laughs> they fuck up the moments. You know what I mean? Like, But... AJ was more like rumors, rumors, rumors. It, maybe he'll show up. Mox, I think I read like one thing. I was like, he's not doing it. He's not showing up. And then when he actually showed up, it was such a big moment. And like we talked about earlier, it started that look that was like, oh, okay, not only um, is WWE going to try to take people from AEW, but WWE guys are going to AEW. Oh, shit, okay. And one of the top guys. Wow, okay, that's a big move. So I think it just it was such just a bigger moment overall. Even though AJ did like introduce like the indie guy into the main roster, uh, Mox's debut just meant a lot more. Yeah, that is true. Harleen, in your opinion, who had the better debut? I'm gonna pick Moxley. Only because they ruined the AJ one for you. Just that little botch. Just that little camera angle botch. Just yeah, it's, it's if one, someone asks me about it, like, hey, like, we re, like relive the moment of when AJ came out. The first thing I see in my brain is goddamn Roman Reigns' confused face. Like, confu- yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like so, squinting, like looking at the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it it was a humongous moment for AJ Styles to come out there, and it like you know revolutionized what it may be for WWE taking all these indie guys. Of course, like you just said, but you can't just listen yeah. to that crowd though. Just listen to how he came. Look how he came out. Look how how like. He came out there urgent. He came out there with a purpose. So, like, that's why I put Moxley over AJ. Sorry, AJ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always the odd man now because I'm choosing AJ. Because um, <laughs> the only reason I say AJ is because his his he, his debut left me speechless. And in a good way, obviously. Yeah. And, it, and for me to be speechless, it takes a lot. So that's why I, I kind of expected Moxley to show up in AEW, although it was a cool moment and it changed the business. Um, we've seen the teasers for that one. I think he put out a teaser as soon as his contract expired with WWE, and there were clues stating that he was going to go there, apparently. So I kind of spoiled it a little mm-hmm. bit for me, but for AJ's, it, it it meant more, and it like I said, it made me speechless, and it takes a lot to do that for me. So I'm going to go AJ, even though Moxley already won. Not mad at the pick, but um, 
I just love AJ, man. I just love AJ. He's one of my, he's one of my guys. Um, so I have to go with him. Uh, now, last matchup in the second round, we got Undertaker's 1990 debut at Survivor Series going up against the Nexus's WWE debut in 2010. Um, Harleen, we're going to start with you this time. Who had the better debut in your opinion? Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> it gets harder and harder ah. as you go on. Maybe it's the fact that I just love violence, but I'm going to go with the Nexus on this one. <laughs> Undertaker is historic as it may be. I will always praise it. I will always admire that character, but it was nothing like how the Nexus came out. And they could have done so much with that. And I'll be bitter till the day I die about it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm just upset at how they treated them, but it's a whole other story. <laughs> Joel, who had the better debut in your opinion, Undertaker or the Nexus? Nexus. That's coming from a taker guy. That was just a just a moment, like I said earlier, like them just attacking everybody ringside, leaving John Cena in the middle of the ring, tearing up the ring. It was just a scene no one's ever seen before. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Nexus too. I thought I was gonna be the only one, but I wanna go with Nexus and the clean sweep takers. Although takers was more iconic. Um <laughs> it was just a Nexus was just crazy. It was exactly. Chaos. Exactly. I thought Undertaker was going to go in the finals, but um, I guess not. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the Nexus's debut. Oh, no. um, now we got the final four. Um, Adam Cole's NXT 2017 debut against cool. Chris Jericho's 1999 debut. I'll get this one off. This one's easy for me. I'm going to go with Chris Jericho because that one, mm -hmm. I think, like I said in the other rounds, this one changed the business more um, with, you know, I, although we knew who he was with the whole the clock thing countdown, I just that one was the more talked about debut in wrestling history. Um, I love Adam Cole. That moment was special. That changed his career around. But joining WWF for Jericho was also life changing for him. But that that debut, how memorable it was, I don't think. I don't. I don't want to say that made Jericho, but you know he had a great debut to bounce off his career with. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it solidified that they were going to take him serious. Exactly. So that's why exactly. They 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 showed that they had high hopes for him from the exactly. start. So to make it that big to go up against the Rock out of all people, they showed they had trust in him. So I'm going to go with Jericho in that one. Uh, Harleen, who do you have with a better debut in your opinion, Adam Cole or Chris Jericho? Yeah, I'm going to ruin it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Jericho. It's just, I'm looking at it more so of what also came after the fact. So yes, like, Undisputed Era, phenomenal, as it may be, um, what they did with them. But after a certain point, I personally felt like it got still to, before he left. Yeah. So it, it, in comparison to Jericho, where he went on to be Undisputed Champion and all, like, the different, like, career moments that he had, even, like, his match with freaking, for Christ's sake, Shawn Michaels, of all people, at WrestleMania 19. Like, just those little, like, that's the things I remember. From that, it is skyrocketed from boom, 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 boom. All these highlights. Adam Cole, I love him. He's probably one of the best wrestlers, you know, of all time. But nothing beats Jericho. Nothing beats how he came out and how he made that presence known. How he made that impact known. Um, even though it kind of goes against what I said earlier about the violence and coming out here. <laughs> yeah. But it's just I don't know. It's, it's more so like I've always been a Chris Jericho market, and I always will be, even if he makes me sad nowadays. But. <laughs> Yeah, I think his you can, also, you can also say the same thing about his AEW debut. It's like that one, even though it was technically the press conference, 
that was his debut, but it was still the first episode of Dynamite, I guess, was also special with the whole inner circle thing, how iconic that group was for AEW. But I think all everything Jericho does now is like made of gold. He perfects everything. But Joel, who do you had who do you think had the better debut between the two? Jericho. You guys said it all. Like just that moment, man. And like you said, what came after just even in just the next two years, three years when he was undisputed champion, like that doesn't happen. And he won it quickly. It was like three years, right? He said. Yeah. That was pretty soon for and a debut. Supposed, and he was supposed to be in the main event at two thousand, Mania two thousand. So it was gonna be less than a year. He was gonna be a big deal, but then they pulled him from it. Man, shout out Jericho. Exactly, shout out Jericho. Now, second round in the semifinals: John Moxley AEW's twenty nineteen debut and the Nexus in WWE in two thousand ten. Who wants to start off with this one? Unless I'll, I'll kick it off. I'll okay. Mox. I'm gonna go with Mox. Just because okay. of everything I've said before, like it changing the the look on AEW and people being like, oh wow, somebody somebody's going over there for a change. Yeah. I think that was a big moment, especially for him when everybody thought the shield was like the pillar of WWE for him to leave and show up in the rival company. Because when he left, I personally didn't think he was gonna wrestle again. I was like, he's done. He's he's just gonna chill at home. Maybe write a book, do something. You know what I mean? Like do something out. So for, when he came back, that was when he debuted. That was such a big moment. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm gonna go next because I want to put Harleen in the hot seat real quick. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Nexus no, because. Goddamn. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the Nexus because I love that debut. I loved Moxley, that, and I, I do stand by what I said in the past rounds, how his debut changed the company and the business at that time. But the Nexus debut caught me off guard with how everyone from that season of NXT came out at the same time, how they destroyed everything. They went far and beyond to attack, like we said, Justin Roberts. Um, you know, and everyone, I think they announced, they attacked the ring announcers, the commentators, everyone that was in sight. They attacked and they ruined the entire ring and went straight for the top guy. You could say the same thing from Mox because he attacked Omega, but um, for them all to do that at once and to, um, you know, everything afterwards, like I said, is a different story. We could talk about that at a different time, but for at that moment to start a group and to something that did not, I did not see coming at that time really changed my, you know, it, I thought that was a better debut in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with the Nexus. Arlene. Buzzer beater, tiebreaker. <laughs> Who do you have? Better debut. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I love these two surprise freaking debuts individually. I have I already expressed my opinions on both of them. But on a personal, emotional level, I'm going to go with Moxley. Because if it wasn't for that, the, the way that he came out, Sure, AEW would have went on to be, you know, a rival company as a Navy or whatever, how you ever want to see it. But I think that is one of the lo- one of the last, like, nails in the coffin to be like, okay, we're here. We are going to be, if not if not the second best company, the best company in pro wrestling right now. And if, without that debut, I don't think AEW would have had, like, the momentum and the spark that it then had after that point. So that's why I'm going to go with Monster. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, although I chose a Nexus, but I do agree with that point because that did change. You know, they made, I think that made AEW a threat to WWE. So I do agree with that one. Um, now, the finals. Chris Jericho's <laughs> debut yeah, in did. WWF 1999 on Raw versus John Moxley's Dynam- uh, Double Nothing debut for AEW in 2019. So I'm going to start this one off just to get it rolling. I'm going to go with Chris Jericho's WWF debut because of how I pretty much said everything in the previous rounds. I don't think there's nothing else for me to say with it. I love Moxley, and I do agree with everything that I said in the, pro- in the past rounds with how he changed the wrestling business by going to AEW, but Chris Jericho's is more iconic, so I'm just going to go with his. Um, Joel, I'm going to go with... Oh, Harleen, I'm going to go with you because I think it, I don't want to put you oh, in the yeah. hot seat again. So, ah, Harleen. <laughs> Jeez Louise, here, I already ruined it. <laughs> I I feel like this is like debunks everything I just said about Moxley, though. But like but I feel like I'm just gonna go on a personal level here because of what the significance of the debut was for me. I am gonna go with Chris Jericho because those are it, it is the one debut that like, it's a lot of things inspired me in wrestling, and I there's a lot of things I love about wrestling, and something about the way he came out and the way that he spoke his mind, the way that he presented himself is everything that I feel like a superstar should be. So, this is what, on a personal level, opinion-wise, you know, I, like, I'm not even looking at it in a historical sense at this point. Like, it's just yeah. Christian Jericho's debut is probably one of the best of all time. So, I'm going to go with this. Joel, we already know the winner is, but Joel, who do you have? <laughs> it's the greatest debut of all time, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Me? Come on. Yeah, I love that is Mox, true. but nothing beats Jericho's debut. Kane, close, but Jericho, I think, is the best debut of pro wrestling. And we decided that already. I mean, it is true. I mean, everything I we all said was true about Jericho's that changed, I think, one of the most iconic ones, but yeah. Jericho won the bracket of greatest yeah, debut. Was a tough ass bracket. Dang, that was tough. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I know. Like, there were so many times I didn't want to be the first one. I'm like, oh god, who do I choose? <laughs> like, who do I start going so, first? I wasn't raising no hand. You put these together, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I randomized <laughs> it technically. I randomized right. it, so I didn't. I didn't choose Dude, it because okay. I wanted to be fair. Yeah, that's what fucks us over. He just puts it in a generator, and then whatever yeah. we get, we just mm. go at it. Yeah, because I don't. I don't know. For me, I would put like because I didn't want to be biased and like just choose a specific matchup because I would already know who would get out in the first round. So I just randomize it every time to be fair uh, for all of us. But yeah, Chris Jericho between the three of us, it had the greatest wrestling debut of all time. Harleen, thank you for joining us. Thank you for choosing the topic. Oh, the thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Before we go, <laughs> can you please plug in your information and where people can find you? where they can see your upcoming matches and so on and so forth. Awesome. All right. So on Twitter, I am Harleen X Lopez. I know there's like an underscore there at the end somewhere. Um, Instagram, I am under jazz 2 Soto with the underscore, not my real name. Um, and everywhere else on Facebook and so forth is Harleen Lopez. I'm going to be in Vermont this weekend, which is going to be pretty sweet. Um, you know, which is, you know, as it may be, as a fucking travel, as it may <laughs> um, But I do want to promote, uh, hopefully, I don't know when this is going to come out, but there is an event coming up on September 16th. It is Steel Stacks that is going to be taking place under the Alvac um, uh, promotion, and that's probably one of the biggest shows that they're going to have, and 
most likely I'll be on it, most likely not, maybe, but I want to promote that show in particular because that's probably the biggest show they're going to have. They're going to have some big stars on that card. And I don't know, hopefully, hopefully this is out before then because I just wanted to point that out. Uh, if not, watch the replay. Yeah, where, where can they phenomenal. watch the replay phenomenal. of that one? Where can they watch it? Is it on, like, see, where is it on? Like, is it on the, the IWTV? It's going to be on IWTV. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so they can definitely watch it on IWTV. So thank you again, Harleen. Make sure you go follow her and watch all our upcoming matches. Uh, again, this is episode nine of the Fnatic Brackets. Nick and Joel, and we'll see you guys next time. Gotcha.